Hello. It's Aaron. And Nicole. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> uh, well what did you, you just came in and did some weird mouth I thing. I know, I did. What I were you did. saying? I don't know. You're like, I like a pilsner. Yeah. Hey, I'll have that. I don't know. I said something <laughs> dumb. I don't yeah. know. Uh, fully fully yeah yeah let's fully yeah fully yeah i'm an idiot <laughs> yeah um hey guys it's dude that's fucked up yeah a podcast we're already rocking and rolling Woo. Woo, woo. Whoop, woo. yeah that's right oh, i haven't done that in a oh, while it feels, feels good, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i do it at least 20 times a day i wish i did it, it's a really um it's such a primal release yeah yeah i do it internally but just knowing I'm doing it mm-hmm. makes my oh my heart happy. I feel yeah. I feel mm-hmm. yeah. Well, do we have any business today? No, nope, I don't have no biz. Okay. Hopefully the Spotify issues figured out by the time this launches. Honestly, you guys, it's totally not our fault. It's not. It's like a problem with Spotify and our new hosting platform. Yeah, that's our biz. I guess yeah. just uh, hang tight if it's still an issue, and uh, if not, then cool. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> We did nothing, we did but nothing. it resolved itself. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else is happening? Uh, anything fucked up for you? Well, yeah. Uh, uh, we had a fucked up thing this week. Pete's grandma fell out of her wheelchair or something getting oh. into bed. Broke her goddamn femur. What the? I f- said, Grandma Mary, what the fuck are you doing? That's- God damn it. You be safe, Grandma Mary. Grandma Mary? I know. So we're sending her positive vibes, and I sent her a pound of C's chocolate yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it's scientifically proven it that C's candy mends bones. It, yeah. It makes people happy. It's and, magic. Yeah. Um. So. Y'all know about C's candy? <laughs> if you don't, oh my, I feel sad for I you. I mean, get your ass out to the West Coast and get some C's candy in your life. Or just get to an airport. Like, some airports yeah. just have it. Like, New York, I think um, Newark Airport has C's candy. What? There's, like, some random ass airports that have it. Well, it's like a West Coast it candy is. company. Yeah. And it's delightful. Oh, my God. The Bordeaux. Mm. Mm. <laughs> my grandpa gets everybody in my family a two-pound box of nuts and chews every oh single year. Individually? Everyone gets their own? Yeah. Oh, my God. He has, like, he just has them, like, lying around, and it's yeah. like, here you go. Like, even if you're not in the family, he's like, nuts and chews? Yeah. That's what my family always did. They would have, like, a bunch of backup C's, yeah. and, like, sometimes that's what they would give out. Like, yeah. they'd be like, oh, we're going over to this person's house for, like, a holiday drink or whatever. We'll bring a box. You bring a box of yeah. C's candy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but my mom gave me for uh, my mom always gets me because the Bordeaux is my favorite mm-hmm. at Easter and at Christmas the egg where it's like a giant ass fucking like I don't it's like a baseball size Jeez. of the candy I like but it's like just one giant one. <laughs> Do you like eat some of it and save yeah, the rest for later? Yeah, it's in the fridge right now and I've just been like shaving off pieces of okay, it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so good thoughts to Grandma Mary. We sent her some candy and I hope. Honestly, if anyone else eats it, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I should have put, like, a note on the outside. Do not open this. This is for Grandma Mary. Yeah. If anyone eats this, unless she gives the okay, like, she doesn't like this one, can someone, someone can eat this. Yeah, because she can't eat all of them. No. But if she wanted to, God bless. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? That's you true. do you. That's true. So anyway, that's my fucked up. What's your fucked up of the week? God, I am so fucking boring these days. I don't mm. even, there's just, uh, the nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, it's just all, nothing worth uh, <laughs> boring people with. 
There's stuff, but it's not. Nothing yeah. is. Nobody gives a shit. Okay. I I have nothing. Uh, no, your kid didn't diarrhea this week in the nope. bathtub or anything. Diarrhea right. is good. Great. He's never his shot. Poops in are the, solid. His poops are solid. He's never shot in the tub. Yeah. Uh, as of yeah, I'm gonna knock on wood right now. Oh, you better. Um. Yeah. Everything's chill. Well, we have enough fucked up this week to. Oh yeah. Go around for everyone. Oh man. And honestly, it's like a fucking decade old. I mean, a f- century. century. Oh my. Excuse me. I had to burp and it was like confusing me. <laughs> it really distracted you from, <laughs> from your train of thought. You're like, what do I do with this? I'm like, oh, I can only think about this burp right now. Um, our sweet baby angel listener, Brian, pitched us this topic. Brian... Thank you so much for this topic. It is fascinating and crazy. Oh, my God. He's like this episode's muse. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the inspiration. He's given us a couple uh, ideas for, yeah. for episodes. And this one is – We take ideas from listeners. We, all the time. We'll say it again. So many people. We Sometimes we don't even know their names or they don't mention them or yeah. we don't say them because we don't know the people. Mm-hmm. But like – Send us a we'll, – we'll do it. DJ just suggested a topic, which Ooh. I won't spoil what it is, what it is, but okay. we are definitely going to do it. Okay. We'll add it's, it to the Slack. We'll add it to the Slack. Okay. Um, yeah. So this was a, a listener request, if you will. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's very interesting. This is my favorite type of, of topic. Same. Historical, disaster. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird, yeah. Oh, my God. And I just want to say thank you, Brian, for, like, bringing this to our attention. Mm. And I'd also like to apologize for all the bad accents I'm going to do during the course of this podcast because I'm going to be doing a Boston accent. I'm going to be doing my little Edie Cape Cotter accent. I'm going to be doing whatever, you know. Maybe there might be, like, some Irish sort of accent because Boston's very Irish. We don't know what's going to happen. And Italian, too. And you're Italian. And I'm Italian, so it's not appropriate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I took the Italian language in college. So like we so that one's okay. The rest are an abomination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay. And my apologies in advance. Yeah, uh same, same. <laughs> There's going to be some real real fun stuff happening in yeah. this episode. Okay. So this yeah, episode is about the Boston Molassacre. <laughs> That's, I guess, what locals that really, call it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like the molasses tsunami. No, the the like the Boston massacre. Ma- massacre. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The bo- I get it. The Boston, the Boston molasser. Oh my not, god. No. Side note: Have you seen that um, that Super Bowl spot with uh, Rachel Dratch and, and John Chris Krasinski? Evans. Yeah, and Chris Evans. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, they do Boston accents. That's why I'm bringing it up. Bless. Anyway, um, okay. Yes. Uh, on January fifteenth. 1919. Oof. Just over a century ago. Mm-hmm. Not a decade. <laughs> Not a decade. In the North End neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts, a large storage tank filled with 2.3 U.S. gallons. Million U.S. gallons. Million, sorry. Two she she reads over all the zeros. Goddamn. 2.3 <laughs> million. Over, over 2 million gallons. Yeah. U.S. gallons. Uh, which would translate, I guess, into uh, 8,706,447 liters 
aka 10,886 metric tons. Oh my God. Or 24 million pounds of molasses. 24 million pounds. Holy fuck. That's a lot of molasses. Ew. Burst, a huge vat of it, big tank, burst, and a giant wave of molasses rushed through the streets of this North End neighborhood at an estimated 35 miles per hour, which is 56 kilometers per hour. Oh my God. Fuck. That's... Dude. I can't imagine... I mean, the only thing scarier is a fucking tidal wave of regular water i guess honestly i don't even think that's as scary because like this isn't water that just like dissipates Mm. like it fucking it's thick yeah it's like the only thing worse would be like mud yeah yeah yeah. or something like a mudslide yeah Yeah. Yeah, which this is basically mud but worse like it's still worse yeah it's much heavier than water obviously and we'll get it's more viscous viscous it's very viscous (laughs) Uh, we'll get into some of the details of what actually happened, but just to say it was a mess. It was a sticky situation. Very sti- very much an understatement. Yeah. Um, uh, it was uh, – look, you know we have tried to like um, convert like old old-fashioned dollars into like today's dollars. I didn't even try. I just went with today's dollars. If we look at the damage that was done yeah. in today's dollars, it's like over $100 million worth of damage from this fucking not as good of honey. Like, it's not as good as honey substance spilled fucking all over Boston. You know what? I have, I'm have. i going to have to hard disagree with Hot you. Hot take. Well, Ew, not, it's like bitter. I love molasses. Oh. I have a great recipe for molasses cookies <laughs> that I am I, going to sh- share. Oh, okay. I do like a molasses cookie. Oh, I make the best molasses oh. cookies. Bitch, where are they? <laughs> I'm shit, man. I should have made them. Uh, I could have been eating a cookie right now. Which is like a very dark thing to talk about in light of what we're. <laughs> I mean, about it to was discuss. so long ago. It's sad, but yeah. like, like this shit can't it's happen not anymore. Too soon. This oh. shit. This shit cannot happen anymore yeah. because things have changed since 1919, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. All this change stuff too, which is pretty cool this, to learn. This event was a major catalyst for a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Um, industrial change. Industrial change. And we'll get into that also a little bit later. But let's just talk about some of the high the high point, not high points, but the, the you know. <laughs> the key points. The key points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, $100 million in damage. Ooh. Fuck. A um, hundred million dollars in damage. A hundred million dollars in dam- uh, damage. I don't know. <laughs> there was a hundred million dollars in damages. <laughs> I got to loosen up a little bit more. <laughs> Drink more of your beer. Is it, I mean, it's it's not, it's the north end of, of Boston. So I know, but I can't do that. I pack. Can't. It was a, it was a hundred million dollars worth of damage. <laughs> Damage. With a da- damage. Oh, I don't know. I might have to stick to my little Edie or my uh, Ted Kennedy. You could buy so many Bud Lights with $100 million, kid. Oh, my God. How many Bud Lights are you going to buy? You could buy so many. Go down to the packy. Yeah. Get yourself so many fucking bed lights, kid. Yeah, that's good. Oh my god. Okay, but sadly, twenty-one human people Oof. died 
honestly, and 150 were injured. It was bad. Also, like, a bunch of horses died oh. because they had, like, horse carriages and shit. Like, there were cars and whatnot, but it was still... Barely. But, yeah. Right? Th- there was still a lot of... Like, horse, horse drawn, buggy hu- shit. Horse-drawn shit happening. Yeah. It so was bad. Lots of horses, other, you know, probably, like, cats and dogs and other animals and shit got... Got caught up in this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Rats, <sighs> cockroaches, gnats, flies, worms, snails, anything on the ground, really. Probably airborne thing. Birds, probably not a lot of birds. They could mm-hmm. avoid it pretty easily. Yeah, they were like, but all the other like, things. fuck, I'm getting out of here. Fucking snakes. <laughs> there could have been a snake that got caught. Snakes can't slither too fast. Mm-mm. So they, They're fast, but they're not that fast, yeah. you know? Not 35 miles per hour fast. Mm-mm. Fucking the only things escaping this are like a leopard, a cheetah. Uh, but where are they? You know what I mean? Yeah. it's a, It was a true disaster, <sighs> though. Wait, why was there a... This is my first question. Sure. Why the fuck is there just like a giant tank of molasses in... Hanging out. Hanging <laughs> just like, uh, oh, let's like... Build a park here and like some homes and like a fucking molasses tank. Well, I guess, yeah, there was a lot of shit happening in this neighborhood. It was a very mm. hustle, hustle bustle part of town. So, yeah, this is a valid question. Yeah. And it's like near the water, it's like right near the water, very close to the Boston. So, like Harbor. maybe there's like boats, shipping boats and stuff. That's exactly what it was. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it was, so the North End is right next to a shipping port basically like there's a bunch of wharves and stuff where mm. uh during this time it was crazy like oh my god all kinds of stuff was coming in and out of the harbor and from and like out europe of and stuff oh yeah it okay. was it was the fucking cat's pajamas this is where oh you brought god. all your shit it's the port yeah to be at yeah it is it's like the lot do you know that the long the los angeles a uh, port which is at Long Beach uh-huh. is like the one of the biggest in the world. Oh my god. I mm-hmm. I did not know that but it makes total sense. It's, it's fucking it's huge. It's huge. It you can see it from like not space maybe but like from like Seal Beach or like Huntington Beach when yeah. you're driving over here it's like holy shit what's that? Like all the and there's like crates. Yeah, there's all the crates like yeah. that come from, you know, across the sea and barges. Barges. Um, and you see all badges. the badges, and you see all the the truckers coming mm-hmm. with like the massive. Oh, yeah, uh, my fucking cousin, Big Rig Larry. <laughs> yeah, my cousin really does drive one. My cousin Larry. <laughs> oh yeah, my cousin Larry. Big Big Rig Larry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. He gave himself that nickname, and I think it's uh, it's so delightful. Honestly, if my if like that was me, and I was like, I what am I gonna do next? I would get that job just so I could have that name. Yeah, it doesn't work for my name. Big Rig Aaron would sounds good. Big Rig mm. Nicole, it's not. It doesn't have the right. You need like a large cadence. You need like a large Marge name. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like a, Big Rig Marge. A Mack Truck Mackie. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe well, it's my next move. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll work right. on it. Right. Yeah, so lots of stuff happening in this uh, this port, this area of Boston. Um, and cargo coming in and out. And so with Fucking this, longshoremen with yeah. their hot car hearts on. Yeah. I don't know what the car heart equivalent was back then, but like, you know, like how like longshoremen are like little bean, like little gray beanies mm. and like they're mm. a little rough, mm. like, mm. like second season of The Wire. Ooh, like the stevedores. Yeah. Is that the family? No, that's the, what the name of that profession is. Oh. <laughs> 
Like the people who operate the fucking... A stevedore? Yeah. Oh my, that's a wild, interesting name. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't know all the history. Yeah, we don't know that history. Yeah. Not Steven Dorfs, Stevedores. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Oh, oh, you're a Stevendorf? (laughs) Love. Love. Stevendorf. Wow. Well, the Stevendorf profession kind of went away in the 90s. Uh, He's had a big resurgence lately. Really? What does his face look like? I think is it it's good? great. Yeah. Has he had work done? Is it bad? Maybe. No, I mean, he was in um, uh, True Detective, mm. and now he's like in some other fucking show. I don't know. Oh, he was in True. I just heard Claire Danes on um, Armchair Expert podcast, mm-hmm. and she, she was talking about how when she filmed Romeo and Juliet, and she would like, she like went once to a club with Leo, because she was like very young. Oh, yeah. And he was like of age. And there was like, it was like the Leo was one side of the club and Steven Dorf was the other oh side. God. And I was like, he's not even relevant anymore. I like, know. it's funny that they had a beef and now it's just like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Anywho. Well, I want to say Steven Dorf has aged pretty well. Okay. I'm going to check good. it out. Um, yeah, so this is a very densely populated neighborhood because all the people that worked in the in the wharves were oh. all right there. Yeah. And there's just like a lot of commerce. Oof. So there's a lot of people. Yes, but this but this distillery that had the all the molasses, mm-hmm. they set up shop there because that's where the shipments of the the molasses was coming from. It would be coming from like the Caribbean or from or the Caribbean, whatever, yeah. or from Puerto Rico, oh. or, you know, so places where this was coming from. Yeah. So. And it's fucking slow moving, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, you don't want to be taking it too far inland. True. It just takes forever. Forever. <laughs> um, so yeah, a company called the U.S. Industrial Alcohol, called U.S. Industrial Alcohol, recent had recently acquired Purity Distilling Company, who rushed to build this tank mm. so that they could house the molasses for a nearby distillery to distillery to make it into alcohol. Oh, so they were like, okay, so they're like storing it in this thing mm-hmm. and then they have their distillery down the street yeah. and then it's just like convenient. So it's just like in a random place essentially kind of. Yeah. And during this time, molasses could be, is what you would use to break down into like ethanol. Mm. Um, and so it was used, World War One was had been happening for a while. I think oh. it, it just ended in 1919 or 1920. I can't remember. It's. I think it's 1919. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so they were using it for munitions and for alcohol also to make mm-hmm. rum. Oh. And other kinds of alcohol. So this was a big money maker. Okay. So they have the tank. They get acquired mm-hmm. by U.S. Industrial, Industrial Alcohol. alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they just like quickly acquire them without obviously without even looking into like how rushed this build was, which no. is wild to me. Well, they're just like, we need a place to house mm. a massive amount mm. of the base of for all of our stuff. For all of our stuff, which is molasses. Do you think that they were like maybe that I feel like the name tricked them because they're like, oh, they're like acquiring purity distilling and they're like so they're pure. pure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're righteous, but they would never, like, b- bumble this fucking no. thing. No. Well, they did. They did. Honestly, because to say this, I want to call it a tank. It was a tank, yeah. Oh, the, okay. The like a water tank. Like, yeah, a, like water a water tower? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a water yeah. tank that's holding all this. I mean, what else could hold 2.3 gallons yeah. of this shit? It's made of steel. Yeah. 
not very well. Because mm-hmm. to say this fucking thing was poor quality is the understatement of the year. Mm. Like, it was the Titanic of molasses tanks. Okay, that's unfair. I feel like the <laughs> Titanic was very well made. It just happened it to... Well, because I think anything that runs into a massive iceberg is going to sink, no matter how well it's made. Well, that's probably true. (laughs) This is like something you could buy off of Wish. Okay, this is like, yeah, this is like a fucking... (laughs) It's like those Wish fucking boots that are made of hair. What are the... uh, Someone posted those in the group. They're so funny. I mean, it's like, it's just poor quality. Nobody has inspected this fucking thing. Nobody, no engineers have been like signing off on any of this shit. It's just, um, it's just a big leaky ass bucket, basically. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. It's like your roof. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not anymore. It's a new yeah. Roof. No, now it's fixed. <laughs> it's fixed now. Oh but my yeah, god! It was, god damn it! Took uh, and also, they're like, they knew it was like leaking, and they, but they were just like still overfilling it. Yeah, it's like, well, this we only have this leaky bucket. And yeah, it's, put some duct tape on it. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like, just keep putting more and more in it. Oh my god! But also, I think part of it, like. Everything was so urgent because prohibition was right about to come into effect. Yeah. And so they're like, we got to make as much money as we can before it's illegal. We have all this fucking molasses. Let's like go, go, go. Let's get this all like move. They're like really trying to come in under the timer of like prohibition kicking off. Ever since they built this thing, truly it was never in a good place. It was always moaning and groaning every time they'd every time they'd like put more mola- in. more in. It it's was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like <laughs> it's, it's more like how your stomach gurgles when you have diarrhea. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like I don't know if I can take this anymore. It's like. <laughs> not doing well <laughs> oh my god and then it starts leaking it yeah it leaked from pretty much day yeah, one yeah it was already leaking but it was like noticeable like the townspeople are like hey um <laughs> i don't know if you guys noticed this but our kids are coming around every afternoon with literal buckets and scooping up some of your molasses and bringing it home you might want to fix that dude they're like yeah 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 oh yeah we'll we'll fix it we'll fix it they just painted the fucking thing brown <laughs> so nobody can see it's like when you like shit your pants and then you're like i'm just gonna roll around in mud <laughs> and it'll be fine <laughs> nobody will notice <laughs> These oh, fuckers. yeah, that's what I do when I shit myself. I'm like, oh, no. Someone's like, it smells like shit. And I'm like, no, it's the mud. Yeah. Oh, I oh I fell in mud earlier. <laughs> These fuckers, they knew the tank sucked asshole. And they were just like, we're just going to let it ride. It's yeah. fine. Meanwhile, all these, like, t- all the people in town are like, mm, let's get some free fucking molasses. Yeah, like, we're making fucking cookies <laughs> or whatever else you make with molasses. There's like two things. No, like cake and stuff. I feel like it was like a normal ingredient back then. Cracker Jacks. Oh, is that with molasses? Yeah. Ooh, hell yeah. yeah. Okay, I like molasses. Oh my God. Yeah, I was thinking it's kind of like how kids play hide and seek where they're just like... 
You're like, go hide. And then you look and they're just standing there with their hands <laughs> over their eyes. Yeah, they're like, it's fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here. We painted it brown. It's yeah. cool. So that was their that was their uh, their remedy for their huge vat of molasses leaking. Why was it so shitty? Like, like how could this? Honestly, it's like they made it out of steel, and like I know they rushed it, but it's like, so, well, I I'm not an a engineer, a, va- of, a, a vat spurt, a, a vat spurt, <laughs> but uh, a tank spurt. Yeah, this uh, this thing sucked so hard and it was only four years old when oh my god it it really failed but in olden times that's like 10 years old Eh. well this vat was only four years old when it when shit hit the fan yeah uh and that is be that's because this thing was so shitty was it was the reason why it was so shitty is because the dude in charge of purity distilling was a total chode and he had no (laughs) engineering or construction experience, and he neglected to take basic measures to ensure uh, a proper factor of safety was provided in the design of the construction of the tank. <sighs> like, this guy just was like, yeah, yeah, it looks good, and it looks like that'll hold some fucking molasses. Like, didn't... <laughs> it's bowl-shaped. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's fill it up. Fill oh it up, God. boys, fill it up. Um, and he didn't, like, consult... Uh, qual- uh, not a single soul that was qualified um, in engineering. Oh my god! Um, or any professional for that matter to create or review any of the plans for this thing. <sighs> he also uh, failed to carry out proper inspections. He failed to test the vat when it was done. Oh my god! And he ignored and even and the whole company I think worked to conceal concerns about the tank safety after it was filled because like when it first got filled up it was like immediately like moaning and groaning like mm-hmm. making weird noises and <laughs> and, every- like, <laughs> and everybody in the town was like mm, I don't think that that doesn't sound I mean I'm not a bad ex I'm not a bat spurt but uh, I don't know that anything should be making that noise oh my god so we'll talk more about the consequences of that whole negligence later so on January 15th 1919 it was a bit of a balmy day mm. for January, a New England winter. Wait, the consequences or like the repercussions? Repercussions. The consequence is a fucking flood. Yeah. A, con- a molasses flood. Yeah. A consequence of this shittiness is that it 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 broke. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Big time. But yeah, the repercussions yeah. we'll talk about later. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So January 15th, 1919, it was... Uh, about 40 degrees out, Ooh. Um, which is pretty pretty warm for a New England mm-hmm. winter. Um, it had been really, really cold in the days leading up to that, like a seasonable, seasonably cold. I don't know. Which like hella cold. Ha- wicked cold. <laughs> oh, wicked cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hella's NorCal. That's California. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also some people say hecka, which if that's you, stop listening to this podcast and Get go fuck here. yourself. Because that's, that's awful. Go fuck yourself with that <laughs> shit. Go, yeah, f- <laughs> go fudge yourself, as you would say. So around 1230 in the afternoon, uh, people reportedly heard a loud roar and a sound like machine gun fire coming from the distillery. Oh, God. And then a massive dark black-brown wave of 2.3 million gallons of molasses started hurl- like <sighs> hurled through the streets. 
crushing everything in its path. Um, That loud roar was not the elevated train that was adjacent to the distillery. It was the massive tank of molasses bursting. And the machine gun sound was the rivets of the tank popping as it failed. Oh, my God. It is like Titanic kind of like when the pressure gets so high and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, yeah. like, and oh my, all the rivets are like coming out. Yeah. <gasps> uh, oh my God. So literally a wave of molasses oh my God. started rolling through the town. It was 30 feet high. Oh my God. And I just, the thought of this is terrifying. It honestly. makes me so claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, just like, oh God. I liken it to just the – I think of quicksand when I think yeah, of it. same. Because once it was released from the vat, like, it was pretty um, liquid. Like yeah. Because it, it was heated. It was, like, still warm. Yeah. Yeah, they heat it bef- for tra- for um, transporting it. Uh, they would heat it so that it was more liquidy and yeah. it would make it, like, not as dense. Yeah. Um, and it was it was just easier to transport that way. And yeah. so once they filled the vat, it would stay warm. It was – it Because was, it's so much. It's so much. Yeah. Uh, but then once it was – and it was, like um, – I don't know how they controlled the temperature of it, but, like, once it was in the vat, it was it – yeah. it stayed, like, at a temperature that was – made it more liquidy. But once it – burst out of the vat it hit the cold air and over as it's traveling through the the city it's it starts getting more and more viscous oh my god which we'll talk about all the things that happened to it but so it also like it wasn't like a wave in the ocean where it's like coming from one side when this thing fucking exploded it radiated out in a wave like it like it, a sound wave, kind like of. A sound, yeah, like it radiated out like if you throw a, a rock ripple. into the... Yeah, rippled. Mm-hmm. So it was like a radius of mm. a wave. It wasn't like, oh, the wave's coming from this one side. It's yeah. coming from all sides. And it had... So the weight of the the liquid in there is is heavier than water. Yeah. So the, the force of it coming out, like oh rushing out, actually created like a... I don't know, like how, like it was a lot of potential energy that yeah. forced people like off their feet, basically. Oh my it was God. like an explosion, pretty yeah. much. And like, oh, sucked them back in. Yeah. What a horrible way to die. Jesus. Truly, truly a nightmare. Awful. And all the people that were around there were probably, were working in that area in the, like in the wharves and stuff. Yeah. That was most of the people that were immediately killed by this. Dude. Um... Yeah, I, I don't even know how else to describe it other than, like, a bomb blast going off, yeah. essentially. But, and like, a sticky yeah. of glue. It's, like... I mean, if you've ever seen, like, a mudslide or yeah. anything like that, like, like, the that. aftermath of, math of that, that it's exactly avalanche. like that. An avalanche. Anything yeah. Anything like that, it was... But the weird thing is, it reminds me of, like... um Jurassic Park and then when they find the mosquito and it's like in the amber it's mm-hmm. like that because it encased people like it yeah. encased people and things and things animals pets whatever I don't know like everything Cars. everything everything and yeah. they couldn't like it's dark so they couldn't necessarily like see or recognize that there was like people but there was like parts of people sticking out and shit and there was this story um on NPR yeah 
And it was so there was like a um a naval ship was like in the port on leave. You mm-hmm. know, they're like had like a couple of days off or whatever and they were in the port and they heard this and they were some of the first people on the scene and there was a like the naval cadets that were on yeah, leave, yeah. Mm-hmm, the, or the the naval officers. Yeah. And they the sailors. Mm-hmm. And so they like, were that's what they are. Yeah. They yeah. <laughs> and um they they came like they came and were seeing people and there was like an interview, like a soundbite of a dude from the eighties talking about this incident who had, was like still alive at that time and said like him and his buddies like rushed over and they're like, what happened? They see all this fucking molasses and they're like trying to help people. And they see this guy's arm like reaching out from behind this like truck or something. So they go over and start pulling on the man's arm to free him and fucking rip his arm off. Yeah. It was so sticky. The direct quote, uh, so, yeah, this man, Harry Howe, yeah. was being interviewed about this, and he was telling the story, and he's like, quote, unfortunately, we pulled his arm off. Like, so fucking nonchalant. Oh, my God. I, I listened to the same thing, and I was just like, I, like, covered my mouth. I was like, oh. I know. I was not expecting him no. to say that at no. all. Like, I was expecting him. Oh, I just spit everywhere. I was expecting him to say something like, Oh, it was, you know, really awful. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. But then he starts talking about how they were trying to get people out of this molasses that was starting to harden in the cold air and not being able to pull them out because it was too sticky. Oh, my and God. then he said he pulled somebody's arm off. He's like, unfortunately, we pulled his arm off. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> we pulled his arm off. Just came clean off, kid. He had a super Boston accent. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was... Yeah, and then it just like hardened and it was a mess. It was a huge, huge mess. A fucking mess. And like, also, you can't like, like you said earlier, it's like kind of like quicksand. Like mm. the more you struggled, the more it like sucked Pulls you, in. you in. Yeah. And then also, you couldn't wade through it. It's not like like if a tsunami of water hit, once the force of the wave has happened, it's done. But this. Like, continued to be a problem. Uh, Not that a tsunami wouldn't also continue to be a problem, but, like, you know, it's, like, you're dealing with a substance now. It's not just water. Right. And even with, like, a, you know, just a water-based tsunami, you're dealing, you're having to wade through, like, debris and Mm -hmm. whatever else. This was that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also that. Like, yeah. uh, (laughs) Let's say the effects of a tsunami were also present, but then also... You're waiting in what is essentially quicksand. Yeah. It was such a big deal. Like, this was such a crazy incident and such big news, which it would be at the time anyway. But, like, it was 1919 and news traveled slowly like molasses. (laughs) Um, And so, but in the Boston area, I think there was, like, seven newspapers in that area. Yeah, like, Boston was the news capital. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, And... Uh, but also, like, they had seven papers that were, like, lo- locally, whatever, like, mm-hmm. founded and run. They bumped – they removed the start of Prohibition from the front pages because that happened, I think, the same or the next day. It was the day – this happened the day before Prohibition oh my God. was passed and, like, they uh, made the amendment for Prohibition. Oh, my or God. not the amendment, but they To passed. start, Yeah. I think it was – well, it's yeah, an amendment to yeah. the Constitution for yeah. Prohibition. That's, uh, that's wild. It was wild, yeah. Um. So, yeah, the aftermath of this, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, what honestly, a mess. was a mess. <laughs> uh, 
and so we kind of talked about like how the wave had so much force that it it knocked the things off of their foundation yeah homes off the foundation of of their everything like just took out the l train took out the l train yeah um took out buildings took out like i mean car everything yeah so what happened when the the uh that burst is the the steel panels of the the tank were adjacent Mm. that was what pushed the so it was the force of the explosion pushing the steel tank pieces forward yeah like like a like a bullet or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like a huge just, yeah. Yeah. So that pushed up against the girders of the Boston Elevated Railway's Atlantic Avenue structure mm. and tipped a streetcar momentarily off the L's tracks. Mm. Um, and this is a, a guy wrote, uh, this guy, Stephen uh, Polio, wrote a book about the molasses disaster called Dark Tide, the Great Molasses Flood of 1919. Mm. Um apt title <laughs> and in it he describes how he really uh, brainstormed on yeah. that he, wow he wants every i mean it's pretty wild they're like what do you think we should call it the great uh, molasses title i mean the great molasses flood of 1919 nailed yeah it. we're uh, i don't even think we need to brainstorm any further should we just have lunch no that's it let's break <laughs> uh, uh, sh- uh should we just have lunch i don't think this guy's from boston <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he is. He's not from wherever that accent's from? Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, So in this book, he describes how nearby buildings were swept off their foundations and crushed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Several blocks were flooded to a depth of two to three feet. Oh, my God. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, I always imagine when I'm trying to think of like three feet in my head, I think of the shallowest part of a swimming pool. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like up to like your bottom bottom of your titties. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. Your titty bottoms. And in his book, he quotes a Boston Post report from the time, uh, which said, Molasses, which, quote, Molasses, waist deep, covered the street and swirled and bubbled about the wreckage. Here and there struggled a form. Whether it was an animal or a human being was impossible to tell. Only an upheaval, a thrashing about in the sticky mass, showed where any life was. Horses died like so many flies on sticky flypaper. The more they struggled, the deeper in the mess they were ensnared. Human beings, men and women, suffered likewise. Oh, my but. God. Wild. Uh, yeah. And, like, all the rescue efforts went on for about four days until they stopped searching for survivors because there's just no way yeah. anybody was left alive after that many days. Um, and then many of the dead were so glazed over in molasses oh that they God. were hard to recognize. Like, they were – it was like they were – Preserved. Like, candied. Oh! <laughs> like, I, I'm so sorry to, like – put that but truly they were like taffy <laughs> they were like taffy they were like a caramel apple out here yeah they were They were like a caramel apple yeah i mean it was like <sighs> yeah it was that's rough yeah um yeah people it's sad but also this like so fucked up and wild like it ha- we have to make fun of it i mean it's yeah like it's if i it, wild honestly if i die like this you have full yes yes Yes. Yes. Gross. Full rain to call me. Shove a-, a stick up your butt, pick you up, put you on display like you're a caramel errand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is fucked up, though. Other victims were swept into the, the Bastin Habba <laughs> and were found three to four months after the disaster. Oh, my God. Three to four months. Fuck. It, like, 
were found and like had the caramel like disintegrated and washed off or probably i don't know who that's a long time though just like gummy people like in the like you know what i mean it's just like so wild or yeah or like did it hit the water and like harden like it was like a werther's original (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm thinking like lava yeah yeah yeah. like it goes in in and then hawaii Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah i don't know oh my god well Oh, my God. This has made me my favorite, favorite, favorite detail of this whole fucking story. Yeah. It is just magic. Okay, so there's a fucking mess everywhere. And the people of Boston have to, like, help rescue but also have to live their lives. Like, people are still living their lives. But also people are coming to see what's up. Like, voyeurs from all over who are just like, wait, what happened? Lots of looky-loos are coming. Mm-hmm. Lots of looky-loos. Oh, my God. Rubberneckers. Coming to look and see what had oh happened. God. Oh, my God. So much had happened. Um, They, all these people came and ended up, like, going into this area where it was, like, a fucking mess. And then made a bigger mess to where it wasn't even just contained in, it's in the north end, right? Mm-hmm. Because they tracked molasses back through the streets. It spread to the subway platforms, to the seats inside trains, the streetcars, payphone, like payphone headsets into homes, fucking everywhere. Just like tracking dog shit. It's like when you step in dog shit and you walk into someone's home and then you didn't realize it was on your shoe. And then it's like, holy shit. They got molasses Everywhere. Oh my God. Every, it's, 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 they all, got molasses everywhere. <laughs> every home. It was in every, every home. Every hearth. <laughs> covered in molasses. It was on their shoes and genitals. <laughs> Why was it on their genitals? I don't, oh my God. No. I mean, also, it was like people working and like cleaning it up and stuff. Like, yeah, it was the, just all the, the, like the Red Cross workers. Like, yeah, the nurses, the nurses, the doctors, all the those sailors came and helped. Like, yeah, there's like a hundred of them. Yeah. All the first responders um, would work all day trying to find people, trying to clean, or, or even afterwards trying to clean up the mess. Yeah. And, They'd track it through the city, like walking back home or or trying to get a beer after work after they tried cleaning up this stuff. Oh my god! So yeah, um, this will really paint a picture for you. This is an <laughs> excerpt from a really fantastic article by Edwards Park from uh, a 1983 issue of the Smithsonian Magazine. I'm sorry, did you say Edward? Edwards. Mm-hmm. Edwards. What? No, I don't know. It's just funny. It's like Edward is not an distinguished enough name so let's put an s on the edwards it's edwards edwards park (laughs) i have a monocle uh yeah this man's name is edwards park (laughs) um yeah he wrote in smithsonian magazine describing the aftermath uh and it's his little little tidbit from his article says quote Back in 1919, you couldn't have given the product away in Boston, meaning you could not have sold molasses oh, to a single store. It killed people's person. families and shit. Yeah. yeah. This, this was uh, not a not a cool thing to be toting around in Boston at the time. PR disaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the gluey chaos caused by the flood was cleaned up by hosing the area with salt water from fireboats and then covering the streets with sand. 
The trouble was that all the rescue workers, cleanup crews, and sightseers squelching through the molasses managed to distribute it all over greater Boston. Boots and clothing carried it into the suburbs, molasses-coated streetcar seats, and public telephones. Everything a Bostonian touched was sticky. Oh, I think you can still say that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey-o! Hey-o! And then it continues. There is a report that molasses even got as far as Worcester. Oh, yes. Good. Uh, Certainly the inner harbor turned brown as the hoses washed the goo into the bay. Goo. Damn. Is it Worcester or Worcester? Worcester. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, this, This whole thing i think is the inspiration for cat in the hat <laughs> you know like wait why because that's what happens they like get a whole they like make a mess and then they have to like oh clean everything up you know? i don't i feel like i remember green eggs and ham better yeah I mean. and i was like thinking of green eggs and ham, i'm like why i don't get it anyway <laughs> oh my god could you imagine like sitting on the seat of a trolley car and it's fucking sticky which I mean, you could imagine it because it happens everywhere. I mean, like, I if use, you've been to a city, if you've been to a city and you've yeah. ridden the public transportation, if it you, happens. If your shorts are too short, you're gonna be sticking to that fucking seat. <gasps> it's like vinyl city. My naked arm once touched, like I was wearing a tank top because it was so hot in New York. My naked arm once touched a lady's naked arm next to me who was super sweaty. Oof! It was it like we were both just sticky, and it was just like. You know what I mean? Like, Ugh. and I was like Ugh. so horrified because she was also Ew. like in my personal space. I hated it. Ew, uh, that's like when you touch somebody's shaved arm on accident Ugh, and it's they're all prickly. Also, I don't don't like, shave your arm. Don't do it. You don't need to. Don't do it. There are major, major repercussions for this whole incident. Like mm-hmm. we stated at the top. Oh yeah. Um. So after the molasses was cleaned up as best as it could be, uh, some people had some splaining to do. Uh, Lucy. Um, the owners of Purity Distilling. Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, <laughs> you have some splaining to do. Lucy, why aren't you splaining to me what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so the owners of Purity Distilling were in a, a very situation. Sticky situation. <laughs> this fucking beer. I like sticky <laughs> Fucking... I'm lazy. I don't want to say two words, so you know what? I shortened it. It's stickuation. It's a contraction. Uh, ever heard of them? A portmanteau. Okay. <laughs> so they, these people were in deep shit, um, in deep molasses, <laughs> and in more of the legal sense than the literal sense. Right. Uh, the families of the victims of the this disaster were fucking pissed. Ooh, hella pissed. Hella pissed. Uh, there were some 120 lawsuits involving victims of the incident, which were rolled into a class action lawsuit against Purity Distilling Company and its parent company, the United States Industrial. I can't say <laughs> the. It's just, it's just United States <laughs> Industrial. Oh, oh my god! Why am I doing that? I love it. That's staying in. All right. Um. Okay, this is like the first uh, class. It's like the first type of class action lawsuit, right? It's like the first time it's been this big. Yeah, I mean, I think there have been like some mm-hmm. instances, but this was like the first time that it was really there was so many victims. Yeah, and it was such a clear case of like negligence. Yeah, yeah. like and 
the vat was only four years old. There's no reason why it should have been in such a densely populated area. Yeah. It was just... It was overflow. Like, it was overfilled. It was neglected. It was wild. Yeah. So, the resulting investigation, which lasted for six fucking years... Oh, my God. And included testimony from more than 3,000 witnesses, like, <laughs> fucking... Like, everyone in Boston's like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh... <laughs> U.S. industrial alcohol was shook. Ooh. Uh, and we'll just shorten it to USIA. Mm-hmm. They, uh, quote, engaged no one with any engineering or architectural exper- expertise to review the plans created by Hammond Ironworks, either in the planning stage or after construction, nor had they asked other experts inside USIA to analyze the construction, which is according to legal documents that of the time that the uh, daily cost cause the daily cause yeah yeah dug up. yeah they're like a website yeah they're like, like a really like liberal website. yeah 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 um, but no they they did they did some really good journalism on this particular uh, subject yeah and it, it's been since like backed or you oh, yeah. know yeah it's they, like that's it's real those yeah. are those are the real documents mm-hmm. from from the time um, and then the attorney the defense attorney uh, for USIA his name was Charles Choate. Very close to Chode. And you cannot make this shit up. Fabricated a story blaming the disaster on Italian anarchists. Okay. I'm going to put a pin in Italian anarchists for a second. That's rude, first of all. It's fucking racist. It's fucking racist and rude. I want to go back to Charles Chode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I read that. I was reading these notes. And I was laughing so hard, and I was like, Pete, oh my God, this is so funny. There's a man in our notes named Charles Choate. <laughs> and he was like, oh my God. No. There, I was like, he's an attorney for this like lawsuit against this like molasses disaster. The molasses disaster. Molaster. The molaster, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I was molester. trying to get there. Yeah, molaster. <laughs> it's Euler. You a molaster? It's bad. Both are bad. It's uh, all bad. One's worse. And that's a molester. Just in case people are unclear. <laughs> Just in case you didn't realize. <laughs> this was bad, but also an accident. Um, okay. Pete was like, wait, Chote? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and an attorney? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, there was an attorney named Mark Chote in Juneau, Alaska growing up. And he was like our top atur- attorney. It's like, call Chote. You know what I mean? <laughs> For like, if you have an incident. This guy's a Chote. Yeah. Is he related? I don't know, but also he's very wealthy and there is a place in Juneau, Alaska that exists called Choate Manor. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Who wants to go there on a field trip? We do. I, I'm I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to make a, um, if I ever become a billionaire, I'm going to um, buy some sort of mansion somewhere Yeah. and I'm going to call it Chode Manor. <laughs> Just to troll this man. I don't know anything about him. He's probably fine. Chud Manor. Ch- Chud. Y- y- Chud Chote. Yeah, yeah. Chode. <laughs> They're all the same. They're all the same. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, anyway. That's really funny. Side note, but back to the Italian anarchists. This guy just blaming randos. Well, this was kind of a plausible explanation mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because during this time, this was like during the time of the Bolsheviks and stuff. And yeah. there was all kinds of shit happening and lots of civil unrest. Um, 
anarchists had actually targeted some of the USIA facilities on the East Coast during World War One. So oh. this had actually happened before. Um, but also they're painting their tanks brown when it's late. Like, it's like, come on, you're just being a dick. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. This man was disproven okay, pretty, pretty thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really shitty, though, that he was making this up because it was it was really – it was a classic case of um, racism. Yeah. And just, you know – Blame the others. Blame the others. And he it was designed to prey on the Boston area paranoia. Um, over the activities of Italian anarchists on the wharfs, mm. which there probably were some, but in this disaster, a few of the victims, a few of the little of the of the people who died were little children, and they oh were Italian. Oh so yeah, it was they were ten years old. There was like two little kids, I think only two. Oh my god! Who, well, they're just trying to point fingers so that the fucking CEOs and shit of this company don't have to pay. Exactly. Rude. So. There, and then a hero comes along <laughs> with the strength that gives me alone. Yeah. So this man, Colonel Hugh W. Ogden, was appointed to be the auditor who would oversee the lawsuit by the Massachusetts Superior Court mm. once this loss, this class action lawsuit really got going. Yeah. So in 1925, Ogden found USIA fully at fault for the incident. Forcing the company to pay out seven million dollars, oh my dollars in worth of settlements. I think like, in old time money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's so much money. Yeah, um, and that's a lot now in like a setup, right? No, I guess mm. it's like usually hundreds of millions. Yeah, hundreds of millions, if not. Well, that's billions. probably equivalent. Yeah, I would say if something like this happened nowadays, it'd be a, it'd be billions of oh, dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't imagine that anything like this would ever happen again. Um, and that is because of this mm. whole incident. So the flood and the subsequent court decisions um, marked a very symbolic turning point. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. According to um, our dude, Polio, the guy who wrote Dark Tide, mm-hmm. he, he says it marked a very symbolic turning point in the country's attitudes towards big businesses. Yeah. Uh, which for the... Most of the first quarter of the 20th century had been subjected to few regulations to safeguard the public. Mm. Um, this this whole case with Ogden's guidance, um, the victims of the Boston molasses disaster proved that the modern American regulatory regime was strong enough to actually hold businesses accountable. Mm. Um, and so this case set the, also set the stage for future class action lawsuits Ooh. and was the first case in which expert witnesses were called to a great extent. Engineers, metallurgists, architects, technical people. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, we'd like to call an expert to the stand. Yes. So this is this was really the first case where they actually yeah. did that. They're um, like, why don't we get someone up here that like knows what they're talking about instead of just listening to you guys all just like blow hot air. And they just that's how they disproved that it, this was like a bombing done by anarchists. Yeah. Like they had people come in and assess the, yeah. the entire situation and people who were in the know had to testify and be like, Yeah, we never had a fucking No any kind of regulation or any kind of, you know, anything. Nobody, no, no, no engineers were coming in here doing any kind of tests on this thing. Like it was never. Also, it's like, oh, I'm a bomb expert. Okay. So did a bomb go off? Mm, No. Okay. Well, we're done. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, No further questions, Your Honor. 
And nowadays, I don't know, I feel like some of these, the expert testimonies can be, have, there's some bullshit that comes along with them. Yeah, and also, like, expert is in quotes. Mm -hmm. Like, you just, like, how do you know if someone's an expert? Like, well, there's, like, professional uh, people, like, people who literally that's all they do is, like, come and testify as an expert witness. Yeah. And it might, they might not necessarily. Oh, yeah. Like blood, that lady. Like it, it, as it turns out, like blood splatter is not right. real. Like, right? Because you, there's so many factors that contribute yeah. to like how blood splatter goes. Mm-hmm. Also, um, 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 we did an episode about an expert who was like just a random lady. It had to do with daycare. Do you remember that? I can't remember. And like Manhattan Beach, something about Manhattan Beach. Oh, yeah. About oh, yeah. Kids. Satanic panic. Yeah, satanic panic. That was, uh, they just had like a lady who mm-hmm. just like became an expert and traveled the country, like fucking testifying. About satanic panic. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, so it's pretty interesting that this, this whole entire incident and then subsequent case laid the groundwork for creating rules and regulations for big businesses so they don't like fucking put it power plant in the middle of I don't know a city that's yeah. super populated I mean they do that but you know what I mean like they, yeah. there has to be tons and tons of regulations so that people will be safe yeah I don't know. and also they say so also like lasting lasting effects because like that's a lasting effect mm-hmm. also a lasting lasting effect is that on a hot day, if you're in that area, like super hot day, mm-hmm. it smells like molasses. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Absolutely. Me too. Because you know what happened? I had some birds when I was younger and they both died, <laughs> but they lived in my room. But then all, but then like years later, I'm talking a decade later, not a century, a decade, <laughs> because I know the difference now. <laughs> um, a decade later... It we'd like turn on the heater sometimes and it would smell yeah. like my fucking birds. Yeah. Probably because I had them in a cage over the heater oh, vent. Yeah. And, and all so their they just shit. shit down. Yeah. No, they didn't shit down there, but I like feel like the pe- smell like they're Yeah, whatever. Something got pellets. down there. Yeah. Feathers. We don't know. Yeah. Oh Anywho, so I believe it. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I love this story. Me too. It it's was so, so fun. So fucking sad. R.I.P. to yeah, all the people who perished in this terrible disaster. R.I.P. to our reputations for doing bad accents. I'm so sorry. We hopefully we trimmed it down a bit so, so that we only got a little bit. We we <laughs> a taste. we just grazed you with the fucking garbage accents. We didn't berate you with yeah. it. Yeah. We didn't assault you with our fucking bad accents. You know what? If I would have drank four Bud Lights. <laughs> It would have been fine. Oh, my God. You would have gotten the best Boston accent. For Sam Adams? Yeah, you would have gotten the best Boston accent you've ever heard. Oh, my God. You would have loved it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thanks. Were you practicing? No. Oh, my God. That's just just natural. You can just switch into the Boston accent (laughs) like I can switch into the Cape Cod. uh. (laughs) I see. That one's hot. That one's hotter for me. I can't get into it. Oh, all you do is talk really loud. And, <laughs> and you, sound like a robot. And it's kind of robotic. And some of the O's are weird. <laughs> and also it's very statesman-like. <laughs> oh, my God. My ear's, like, clicking. Okay. okay that's I've done it. too much. 
you know what? Thank you so much for listening O-M-G. to our terrible accents and to this crazy, crazy story. We love you guys. We're sorry about Spotify, but it's not our fault. So please no. forgive. Yeah. Um, send us more um, topics. Yeah. We honestly, anything all in this great. vein, I fucking love. I oh, fucking yeah. love it. Fucking. I fucking love she this. She fucking shit. loves it. Um, oh, that was a weird, like, like maybe Scottish. Irish. <laughs> It was like Dairy Girls a little bit. Uh, I don't know. The brown-haired one that's like kind of sassy. Oh, man. Um, Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Follow us on all the things. Oh, my God. Add DTFU podcasts everywhere. Leave us an iTunes review. It would be very helpful, and we would love it and appreciate you Mm -hmm. forever, and it would be so sweet. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. Oh, my God. We did so much fun content this month for January. Also, when you sign up for Patreon, you unlock literally everything we've ever done. If you're like, I'm really sad that I am – caught up with this podcast and there's no new content i assure you there are at least like 20 bonus episodes on Uh close to 20 bonus episodes on patreon and then we also do commentary episodes where we like watch things that are topical and like comment on them and that's a full episode as well there's so much shit like you i don't even know i truly don't even know there's so much content in there i have no idea how much we've even done there's so much it's for over the past like two years we've had yeah and also we've done something very similar to this early early on in patreon which was like a meat shower (laughs) and it was like a weird quote-unquote natural disaster where like ground beef fell from the sky (laughs) or something yeah anyway we did a whole thing on that so it It, feels very similar to this but it didn't kill anybody i don't think (laughs) unless they ate it allegedly then they got really bad toots and diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) and maybe died because we don't know if it was even me (laughs) who's to say (laughs) who's to say anyway yeah Yeah, so much out um and uh oh go to our website it's dtfupodcast.com there's There's a merch there's there's, a picture of us there's pictures of us yeah check it out cute script yeah all right all right well uh hey be excellent to yourselves and each other thank you oh bye How do you say it in a Boston accent? Uh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Just kidding. We love you. We love you. Fuck off. (laughs) I say goodbye. Good day, sir. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.